but we uh but we didn't me playing video games while on the phone with you yeah you continue to play video games but while on the phone with me and then I think, oh, our phone calls. Because what we do, here's how such good friends we are. And by the way, this is episode 126 of Franco's World, and we're rolling right now. By the way, uh, this is how good of friends we are, Grant. You and I will call each other at least multiple times a day. If I'm working from home, we have a morning meeting, maybe a lunch meeting. If I am like got done running, we'll have a post-run meeting. We'll have a nightly meeting. We do it all. We are We have meetings all the time. This is sadly, this is all true. Uh, Speak a little louder. How about that? That's perfect. All right. Well, that is all true, Franklin. But I think I figured out the word for for us for us doing that day after day, and I believe it might be depression. <laughs> but we're also just really, really, really great buds. And that's the thing. It's like we're just such good pals. Like we're we're such good pals. Like, like, give me, give me a duo that does it as good as us as far as being great friends. I think we match up with the best of them. I'll tell you one thing that we do do that a lot of friends don't do, especially guy friends. We check in on each other's mental health almost, like, too much. Yeah, almost, like, th- three times a day, probably. Yeah, and we have made an allegiance to stop making the KMS jokes because it's starting to seep into our regular life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, part of the journey is the end. Yeah, so. I don't know if that's good. I don't think we should say that one anymore. I meant about the jokes. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, part of our personal that's, journey that's, is the end. That's what I meant. <laughs> Grant, Grant and I are such good friends. We will call each other and we watch TV. We watched the whole season of Righteous Gemstones season two. We'll call each other and we'll say, all right, what second are you on? You say I'm 34. Okay, I'm on 31. And 31, 32, 33, 34. <laughs> and, then we hit play. and we're so good at it. We're so good, bro. We do like a we do like a sound test where we like turn it up completely. Uh, and it's like, okay, we're even. We matched up. Yeah. And my dog actually might start barking about something. But Timber, Timber's an honorary guest. Yeah, and by the way, for the folks wondering what's going on here, uh, this is something that has been in the works for a while. We're just testing the waters out here. We've we've ran some different people in here, but I got to bring in one of my best buds in the whole world. It's a, he's one of the funniest people I know. He's a very creative guy. He's been on the show a couple times, but this time it's in a different role. So so he's going to be sitting in, 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 the, in the second chair, not necessarily as a co-host, not necessarily as the guest of the show, but just an all-around facilitator of good time. That's what he is. He's the facilitator of good time. He's the uh, he's the fun time. Uh, what do you call it? Coordinator. COO. Uh, I'm the COO. COO. He's the COO. He's the supervisor of morale. We so we tell him about the meetings. Tell him about the meetings and what you do for our quote-unquote meetings with our friend group. And speak loud. <clears throat> well, I am. I'm kind of the center point, kind of the main focal point of our of our entire friend group, and so um, no one calls anyone else besides me. I'm the one that takes care of getting people in touch with one another. I'll patch them through. Yeah, we patch. We patch. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even know. Sometimes they don't even know I patch them through, and they're like, "Is there someone else in this call?" And I'll be like, <laughs> and I'll be like "Oh yeah, I patched you through." 
Yeah, so so we have like a whole system. There's probably about five, six of us that are in this friend group, and we don't call each other to call each other. We call Grant to get to that person. Grant is like this, this, I mean, he's the chief operations officer. He's the COO of our friendship group. He's HQ. We just call Grant to get to our friend, whoever. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just really, really – I excel at uh, pressing the merge call button. I'm he really, merges really, calls, and really, then we really also have, like, regular jobs. So when we have our regular jobs and something goes on in our regular lives, we, we go, please hold. As if, <laughs> as, if, as if we're customer control, we go, please hold. And that's how all of our friend group knows, okay, we have a work thing going on right now. And then we'll hop back and we'll say, uh, well, you know, and so Carl, like, this is Grant, this is Frank. This is whatever. This is TB. This is TB. I uh, now, where is TB? <laughs> I am. Uh, oh no, I lost my train of thought because my dog keeps barking. We we're just talking about how you're the chief operations officer. Yes, that is what we were talking about. I don't know. It's like we just call you, and then you patch us. It, it, you know, we call and we say like patch me or something like that. Yeah, sometimes they just expect that I'm already on the phone with someone. I guess that says a lot about me as a person, but uh, you know, our friend group cares about each other. Dude, if minutes, if minutes were still a problem, my parents would ground me. <laughs> and you're 26. I'm grounded. <laughs> Dude, don't call me uh, past eight o'clock on the weekends. That's the only time we could talk, bro. The oh only yeah, time that, that, was, that was the worst, man. Uh, and my mom had. had my my mom used to let me borrow her phone because I didn't get a phone till I was like in eighth grade, and my mom up until then, for like two and a half years, I had to borrow her. It was a blue flip Sprint phone, and it looked like it could survive a nuclear blast. I mean, this thing was a tank. I remember them. And I would text people. I remember texting uh, girls on my mom's phone. T nine. Yeah, yeah, T nine texting and. I now cringe at things I probably said. Like, I probably said, like, oh, I love you so much, honey. Or why was I saying honey in sixth grade? I love you so much, <laughs> babe. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't mean to say that. Ooh, honey. I'm home. Honey, I'm home. Dude, I, uh, speaking of girls, bro, there's another one. There's, I feel like. Not to say, because it's not, you'd never want to be one of those people that brags about however many people they're seeing, because that's not fun. That's not in good taste. But it does, I listened back to the past couple episodes because I wanted to see the trajectory of the show. And it seems like every time I do a solo episode, there's a different girl involved. Now, last episode I had with great comedian Jake Velasquez, if you haven't listened to that, please listen to that. It's the same girl as this week. But things have moved along. And Grant knows about this girl because he's one of my best pals. And and she's great, you know. Uh, I haven't really talked to her a lot today. I don't know what that means. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I like to think things are good. Um, super athletic. Super athletic. I don't think – I mean, I've absolutely never dated a, a, a woman who's been, like, this type of athlete before. And I dig it. And, like, just talking to her and being around her, like, it makes me want to be more physically fit. Not to, like – any sort of like, oh, I have to be the f- more fit one in, in whatever situation I'm in with a woman. But like, it, I, I just want to strive for greatness. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I've been eating better. You know, she has she hasn't been forcing that upon me whatsoever. I just want to do it. 
because I want to look and feel as young as possible for as long as possible. And I know diet is a huge part of that. But she's great. And we've just been playing house a little bit lately, staying at each other's houses. And, and she stayed at my place not that long ago. And I got to tell you, Grant, if, if you would have told 17-year-old me that he would have had a, a, a gorgeous woman in his bed playing FIFA against him, he'd, he'd have done a backflip. You know what I mean? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? 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 Uh, I mean, I mean, I whooped her. We played two games. And if you think I'm taking it easier on her, you got another thing coming. All right? I don't care that she played at an extremely high level and at soccer wise and was very talented and very good and has the stats to back it up. I will beat you down video game in a video game. I will do that. I will show no mercy. Now, if we were kicking a ball around outside or playing like little indoor mess around futsal, you know, she'd mop the floor with me and that's fine. Or even if we were leisurely jogging through central park, she would drop me almost instantly and that's fine. But you get on the video games, I'm going to take you down. And Grant knows about me playing video games. Yeah, he gets really, really, really mad. I do. I do get mad because people, there's no respect. It's like, there's no respect. There's just like, no, there's just no respect. There's no respect. So people like, first off, like if I'm beating you, say I'm playing FIFA the soccer game and I'm up like 3-0 and it's halftime or 4-0, just quit. Just quit at halftime. Make it easier on us. If you don't quit, I take that as a sign of disrespect. And then I'm not going to pass around the back, but I am like, I am just going to like probably not give you the ball for the whole half, and that's no fun for anybody. I'm not going to pass around the back, but I will take it up and down the field and get a good shot. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And I don't know. I have so many. I guess it's because I'm a baseball guy. I have all these unwritten rules. And all these fake rules that I make up in my head, when people don't abide by them, I get upset. And I don't know why that is. I think everybody has that, but I think I have more intricacies than most people. And I lie awake at night. I don't know. But back to the dating thing. The dating thing's good. Uh, I won a work raffle. Uh, I've been working at this company for a few weeks, and that's all I'm going to say about them. I really like my job. I really like my people that I work with. And, and I'm happy I took this offer as opposed to the other offer I had. Because uh, I think things are working out in my favor, but I won a company-wide raffle and like my third week being there, which probably pissed off most of the company. And they they gave me like I have like this pretty decent sized gift card to go to any, almost any restaurant in the city, and I'm gonna take a mystery girl. Uh, we Grant, I while while I'm spinning my wheels here, maybe think of a good name. Maybe think of a good name for her as like an ongoing thing. Because Mystery Girl, that didn't sound right. So you know what she, you know she's athletic. You know where she went to school and whatever. Use your creative ability to find a name for me. Okay, I'm going to go back now. But I'm going to take Mystery Girl. And I'm going to take her out to either a nice Italian spot or, or a lovely steakhouse. And I was actually researching menus at local steakhouses today. You know what? I don't get 70 some dollar porterhouse or uh, New York strip. I don't care. You know, it ain't tricking if you got it. And I got this gift card. <laughs> That's what I got. All right. Run the tab up. Get two cocktails, Tuts. Get two. You know, the company's buying. This must have, must what it feels like to uh, 
have actual money. Maybe I'll get there one day. Uh, but yeah, things are things are going good there. And anytime I've ever referenced things, quote unquote, going good with a woman on my podcast, it's almost like as soon as the episode comes out, they just disappear. So let's keep that streak rolling. Uh, but she's cool. She's cool. Um, let's see here. I used to, but I used to not get girls. I've had more success as far as like going on dates and stuff like that. Um, and being in New York, obviously the sample size, like there's just more people, but like in so high true. school, I used to tweet dumb stuff like headphones on world off. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then I'm yeah, like, I tend, to, I tend to not want to think about things like that uh, at this point. They don't exist anymore. Oh, you're even talking about they, oh, even though oh, they do. Grant, I'm happy. I'm happy you interjected because I I do remember correctly. You <laughs> would tweet things like hashtag oomph. One of my followers. Are you familiar with hashtag oomph? Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> You were down bad. No, I was not. You were cool. in. Tahiti, I was not very friend. cool on the socials back then. What are you talking why. about? You won best tweet. Well, in high well, school. that why was would you that spread was, lies. Listen, like that? listen, listen. This was middle school and like going into high school. Once I was in like in sophomore year, then yes, I started. I kind of became a Twitter legend. Some would say. Uh huh. Um, and town. then you left when this world needed you most. Yeah, I went to college and uh, started having fun. And then, yeah, didn't want to. I didn't really tweet anymore. Sometimes I'd tweet like things. I I like to. I like things sometimes. You like to support me, which makes me feel good. Yeah, you're all over my. You would. You would. Were you one of those guys on Facebook? Because I, I almost remember you trying to coach me on Facebook. Uh, I tried to coach you on Facebook. (laughs) I don't believe that ever happened. No, because you and I set up, you and I set saying. up my Facebook account in Tyler Bro's video game room, and I'll name drop him. I don't care. I could. Tyler's also been on the show though. Oh, um, yeah, he I, has. I kind of maybe remember that. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a blur. But I remember it because like I follow. I made my account, and I remember following like a hundred people, and then I friended like a girl that I had a crush on at the time, and she like got back at me immediately and i was like oh man what do i say or something obviously it didn't work out because i Dude. you know probably quoted anchorman in my first facebook post yep yep definitely did things like that early on i, I liked what going back so i mean i don't like looking at all but it's funny because like none of us used it the way it's used, any of those no sites, the way that no we would oh man what would we do we would do like like for tbh T- yeah no truth is truth is oh my gosh truth is or like uh, so you do a like for truth is and i remember one time oh my gosh Grant, i remember one time i remember one time i had a big crush on a girl from the north side of town and in my opinion the north side of town that's where all the honeys were you know true i i liked the girls that went to different schools because they were exotic you know Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Like I didn't like the domestic girls, the ones, the girls that I went to school with. That's like dating in the workplace, you know. I didn't like dating the girls I saw every day at the office, you know. I wanted to date outside the office, <laughs> so I want to date the office. Yeah. So I would, I would do, you know, the the girls from North End would do a like for truth is, and I would be hitting that like button like it was going out of style. 
And I remember, I remember I had a crush on one girl and I did a like for a truth is, and I think we were at somebody's birthday party at the Lubeck civic center. I think it was, yeah, well, I don't know if we can name drop civilians, but, uh, all right. Well, you can, you can edit that out. Yeah, actually I can. Um, actually she's an, she's like a very loyal listener to the show. Cause he, she says things all the time, but I digress. Um, I'll put a big beep over it. That'll be good. And you can, just, you can just like probably make me quiet. No, no, no. You're already quiet. So we got to get you a good mic. But well, like I, that's what I was just about to try to talk to you about. I, is this going? Is this even going to work? Hey, I'll I'll figure it out because you are you do have audio levels. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie; they're not the highest in the world. No, pro- they're not. I mean, if I do it, if I like, if my voice raises, then. Yeah. Yeah, it it's good. Works. Good. Well, there are two wars going on right now. There are two wars. There's why are there so many ostriches? <laughs> so, like for TBH or like for truth is, I remember this girl. She did a like for truth is. All right, Grant, and I liked it. And this girl's engaged now. She might actually be married, not to me, clearly. And <laughs> and she uh, she she goes. Truth is, I don't really know you. But you seem cool. Yeah. You seem cool. Yeah. That was that's how you knew you were in, dog, in middle school. I don't really know you, but you seem cool. Yeah. TBH, you're so cute. L O L. L O L. Oh my god. Dude. I still use L O L. That's what's funny. And I it's like a I've been using L O L more and I don't know if I like it. I like to use it like passive aggressively you know like wow i just got a very nice text i just got a very nice text all right okay uh this guy he's been a mentor of mine for a little bit he's got a really good comedy connection he's a really nice guy um i i actually just got the notification today grant and i haven't even told you this i'm actually revealing this live on air this isn't a joke the show that i'm doing in april 8th in my hometown is officially sold out. That's great news. Thank you. Um, and I, I just got a text from this guy. We'll, we'll keep him anonymous. He might. I think he listens to the show sometimes. But he goes, I got a ton of respect for you following your dreams, taking the risk, and grinding it out. Just know I'm rooting for you and excited to see you do your thing. Things like that keep you going. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Now we're getting to the more serious. I got a couple things to talk about. You know, philosophy and a little semi-serious stuff. Because when I do solo episodes, they get a little bit more philosophical. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I had a few bad days in the past week. And, and everyone's going to have bad days. It, you know, if you're an accountant, you're going to have bad days. If you're an HR specialist, you're going to have bad days. If you're a comic, you're going to have bad days. And the goal is to have more good than bad, you know? And, uh, you know, you get down on yourself. And actually, the girl that I'm seeing, she hit me up on a Friday and told me to come out with her. And, and I went over to her place. And while I'm over there, she's like, hey, my friends from college are coming. And they are surprising me. And. And they're all going to go out to this nightclub. And I hate nightclubs. Me. Uh, it just doesn't do bode well for me. And it was a Tao-owned nightclub. If you know anything about nightclubs and Tao, Tao is like a really big uh, name in the nightclub industry. And so girls are getting in free at these clubs. Guys, it's like a $100 cover. This is New York. A $100 cover in Tao Club. 
And I said, I'm not going to do that. One, I hate clubs. And two, I'm not spending 100 bucks on, on to do that. And she let me just chill at her apartment by myself uh, and her cat. I just sat there and played guitar. And you know what? I actually called Grant. I actually, actually FaceTime Grant while I was there chilling. And, yep. And, and Grant coached me through because I was having a real bad, real bad couple days. And it was all based on my hypochondria and my fear of getting sick. Uh, or whatever the fear of getting sick is. Hypochondria, you think you're sick all the time. I don't know what a fear of getting sick is. That might be hypochondria too. But I was with Mystery Girl. Grant, please come up with a name. I was with, uh, Myst- I was with Mystery Girl. And, you know, she helped me through those rough couple days. And, and Grant and friends like Grant helped me through those rough couple days. And I'm very appreciative to have a circle around me. But um, it's like I just wanted to be alone. I wanted people, but I wanted to be alone. It was so weird. I think I wanted to escape everything. That's that's what it was. And I didn't know how to do that. I needed to talk to people, but I wanted to be like I wanted to be comforted, but I wanted to be alone. It's a very weird feeling to describe. And I'm sure a lot of people out there listening have have felt that as well, where it's like it it's like there's too much commotion, there's too much hubbub going on. Like I want to get secluded, but also like I want to be comforted and I don't know how to make this feeling go away. Um, and, and you just think like, what could I possibly do to get this feeling go away? And, and it just sticks with you and it, it stinks, but you know, uh, I'm over it. I feel much better. The weather's warming up, uh, feeling, feeling a little bit better, but, uh, yeah, that, that, that happened the past couple of weeks, but going back to the philosophy side of things and the grinding it out and the message that I received and, and the sold out show, and this is my first sold out show. This is awesome. Like if you would have told me, and I've said this before, uh, and I've said illustrations like it before in the past, but if you would have told me when I first started stand-up, when I was 20 years old, when I did my first open mic, that at 20, I will be 25, uh, technically I'll be 26 at showtime. Um, if you would have told me at 26 years old, you're going to be doing a sold-out show in your, whole time, in your hometown, you know what I would have said? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's honestly what I would have said. But no, it, it, it just feels good. It feels really good. Um, in monk philosophy, they call it dharma, where your skills and your passions intertwine, and that's where you get into that flow state, and you're just doing your thing. And I'm very fortunate enough to have found my passions, found that my passions and my skills intertwined when I was 13 years old, when I love performing in front of people, when I love talking, when I watch my dad do an hour of new material every week, and I got cable in my bedroom when I was 13 years old and Comedy Central was on. And I granted, I watched SNL and 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 Late Night and all those guys before that. But stand up, the act of stand up itself, when I was 13 years old, and I got the TV in my room. And I looked in the mirror and I said, OK. And that's all it took for me to just say, this is what I'm doing every day for the rest of my life. And I'm very fortunate I found that out early. A lot of people still haven't found that out. So I'm fortunate I have that. But to find my dharma and. And when you do well and people tell you do well, you know, I opened up for for I played a little theater room, only like 30 people. But it was a theater room in the city and it was right across the street from the from the comedy cellar. And and it's like you're so close, but so far away and people coming up to you after and telling you do well. And, you know, you do well when people come up to you and they ask how they can start doing stand up, you know, because maybe that means subconsciously that you're doing so well, it looks effortless and they can see you in the crowd and say, Oh, I could do that too. Or, I want to do that. I spider do that. 
And that, that maybe that's how I'm internalizing it. Maybe that's selfish of me to think that way. But uh, that that's that's like it feels really good and when you're coming off stage, when your passions and your skills intertwine like that. So here's I got I got a monk illustration for you. And I think that might wrap it up. I think that might wrap it up. But I got I got an illustration for you because I've been reading. I poured back into my monk book when I was feeling down. I found an illustration and it's the monk, two monks and a scorpion. And this is all about finding our purpose, finding our dharma, and finding the things that we do well that intertwine with our skills and our passions, okay? Finding our dharma. D, how do I spell that? D, I don't have it written down, H-A-R-M-A, I think maybe. Dharma? <laughs> but, uh, so, it's about these two monks sitting on a, on a uh, beside the water, all right? And they see this scorpion walking. The scorpion falls into the water. And the one monk picks it up and places it on dry land because it's drowning, all right? He places it on dry land, and the scorpion stings him, okay? Ouch, you know? The scorpion's doing what it's designed to do. It's designed to sting you, all right? Then, five minutes later, the scorpion falls right back into the water. Monk one says, look at that dumb scorpion. Monk two, again, picks it up, places it back on the land, and gets stung again. Monk one questions him. He says, why do you do that if you know you're going to get stung? And he goes, to sting is his purpose, but to serve is my purpose. Okay? So how can we apply that to our everyday lives? All right? All the negative stuff that we as humans have to go through every day. Oh, my gosh. I forgot my umbrella on my way to work, and now it's raining. It's horrible. Ah, uh, you know, this person I'm going out with, I don't think they like me that much anymore. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm progressing in my, in my artistic endeavors, but I feel like I could do more. And, and, and it's just annoying to see other people get things that I think I should be getting. The head trash. Uh, you know what I mean? So all that, all that negative energy, all that negative stuff, that's, that's the scorpion stinging you. Okay? But you have to put your, ende- your goals and, and, and drive and desire above all of that negative stuff. All right, because that's that's what your passion is. And then you get to that Dharma state where your goals and your passions and your desires and your skills intertwine. And that's and that's when you truly be great. All right. So, uh, you know, keep picking up that scorpion, keep getting stung, put that above everything else and, and serve your purpose. There we go. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully uh, somebody took something away from that. Grant, maybe you in this new producer role. I'm crying. You're not crying. No, that was very insightful. Did you get that from your dad? No, I did not get that from my dad, but people always think I sound like my dad when I go on those. No, I'm going to tell you a little, you know, one of those. Do you know what's final? Can I just say something really quickly? You told me nothing about what we were doing. I I thought we were going to talk about the Mountaineers, and then now I'm in this recording, and I just think that's funny because, like, there was almost no buffer for me to get ready but i'm just here chilling and i'm, I'm happy to uh well i did that grant because i didn't yeah, want to make, it, make it more real make it more real it makes sense i didn't honestly, want go ahead honestly it's better this way yeah i didn't want to stress you out i know i've had you on episodes in the past and and 
and you're such a funny, talented well, guy. Yeah, I, yeah, you're you're good at spur of the moment stuff. You know what I mean? I am. Pr- uh, I, I am pretty. I'm pretty witty. I'd like to think, and uh, I. Uh, I prefer. Oh man, I. Uh, I had something to say, but now I do, I just don't I just don't know anymore. Well, that's just the the scorpion stinging you, and to serve is your purpose. So find your purpose and and put that above everything else. Oh, I can't go out and do stand up because it's raining and and you know I haven't seen this girl in a week and I haven't done this or I haven't done that. It's like no, just you know your purpose is stand up. So do stand up. Yeah, it's like, do I eat the steak that's been in my fridge for two weeks? Right. Probably not. (laughs) But do I anyway? We'll find out next time. But we'll find out next time. And that'll do it from uh, uh, episode 126 of Franco's World. And uh, we got to think of a good name for Mystery Girl. And we got to think of a role for – well, we already have roles for you. but, But give it up for 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 those listening out there give it up for my talented uh super producer and great pal Mr. TV I've done nothing maybe like uh, maybe like if this ever happens again I will like look something up for you or like that's what I mean that's what I want it to be eventually but like uh you know I had a bunch of stuff to talk about today I do a pretty good job of preparing beforehand Yeah you had a lot of stuff to talk about I'm just sitting here in my Parents. I'm not gonna lie to you, Grant. I actually had like only had like three things to talk about, but uh, I'm getting a little bit better at stretching stuff out. So yeah, we have oodles of things to talk about. We didn't even talk about the one joke that you had. If you want to talk about the one joke that you had, it would be kind of dumb, but we could talk about it. No, we can just say it. we can just no, right. no, 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 no. I mean, no. Crazy. Oh, we're gonna do it. Everyone, take care of yourselves. I'll see you when I see you. Bye.